Based podcast in the great state of West Virginia. The Movement 304 presents Hip Hop Matters. Woo! <laughs> Boom. That's right. Don't forget any of that. As usual, I'm that guy that does some stuff from time to time. Ron Scott. Next to me is the universe's own axe man, Anthony Baker. What up? What up? Don't let me forget. I came, I gave you a nickname. Oh, okay. I'm excited for this. And behind the boards, as usual, the evil genius, Claudel Weston. Grew up a fucking screw up. Got introduced <laughs> to the game. You watch Love and Hip Hop, right? No. No. <laughs> uh, He's not admitting it. You lied through so. your teeth. Why is Cardi B famous? <sighs> I think we had was this she discussion on, on the podcast before. Do she not, was a stripper you know, on I one of those shows, but, right? But that was one out, with New York. It. The one with New York. Y'all talked about it. Yeah, but I, like I said before, it really sounds like she's starting to take her music a little bit more seriously, and so she's starting to come out with at least some decent stuff instead of like stripper talk, and it's not all about being a stripper anymore. Yeah, I've heard none of her music. Really? Yeah, I ain't heard uh, none. I mean, neither. Across it from time to time. I remember when she dropped a mixtape on Dat Piff, and you would have thought it was like, you know, I don't know. I mean, she's not the. I'm not claiming her to be like the greatest, but I mean, to be honest with you, there's there's really limited female rappers to compare it to nowadays so and that's a shame what about you ever listen to azalea banks where'd she go to though where did she go exactly who azalea banks i feel like for a minute she was hot and i was like yeah i bet her next project or whatever is gonna be big and it never seemed to come her reputation's more fucking famous than her music right because i've never heard an azalea banks song but i can you know tell you her latest news story. <laughs> Who she's beefing with right now. But speaking about I just told him about it outside. Did you hear the story about her and Russell Crowe? <laughs> what? Man, it's so odd. Yeah, I read. Uh, you gotta, Do you follow the RZA on any social media? No. Man, all right. So they wanted to cast her uh, to be in a movie. All right. And RZA got it, made it happen. And they were at a rap party. Russell Crowe's hotel room. And Azalea Banks was wilding the fuck out, I guess, telling everybody that the music they're playing sucked and gotten some chick's face, threatened oh to slice her throat with a broken bottle, even broke the bottle. I don't know. Damn. I don't know. This is all a legend, you know. I believe everything I read on the internet. <laughs> and I guess Russell Crowe, like, hemmed her up, snatched her up <laughs> throughout the hotel room. Yeah, she's threatening to sue. Awesome oh, in the streets. He gave her the Russell Crowe yoke up. Yeah, yeah. You know that one I where mean, like dude was gladiator. You ain't fucking with Russell Crowe. <laughs> hey, you be you be halfway in the middle of a sentence and someone yoke you up like that. You be like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you better watch yourself, Russell Crowe. I ain't hey, a Russell, Russell Crowe fan. Russell Crowe. No? Russell mm. Crowe. No, no. He took down there. Frank Lucas. That's why I don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> I had a he's, feeling. He's kind of known for taking for. Uh, He's kind of known for yanking motherfuckers up, though. Russell Crowe. L.A. Yeah. Confidential. That's the movie I dug from him. Other than that, I really fooled with him. What? He's Robin Hood. 
I never watched that one. Yeah, I don't know about that dude. I got halfway through it. It's confusing. There's no I don't understand types. how you make Robin Hood so confusing, but it's, it's very confusing. <laughs> right. Rob from the rich, give to the poor. Come on, man. <laughs> That's it. Don't make this more complicated right. than it is. I got to stay low to Kevin Costner if we're talking <laughs> Robin Hood. Hey, best Robin hey, Hood of all time. Hey, how it goes. Uh, <laughs> Claudel's love is all the VA artists. <laughs> Banks is Kevin Costner. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, what? what? <laughs> we were talking about him before. You were like, no, I really did, Kevin Gosner. Uh, uh, no, we were talking really about the Superman movie. From, from Bull Durham. You, like, you knew his character's name? Yeah, fuck yeah. Crash Davis, man. <laughs> Don't fuck with me and Bull Durham. Damn. Can't really fuck with me and Kevin Gosner uh. movies anyway. <laughs> Got love for Kevin Costner. He's a corny the, motherfucker. Don't get, me into, <laughs> don't get me into the field of dreams. I don't get that shit. I cried at the end of that movie, man. Why? Because they... They finally gets to play catch with his pops, man. What? I've never his seen pops that movie. is a ghost, right? Uh-huh. He's pa- playing catch with this ghost who's also his dad. It's dope. That makes me want to see it. Now, maybe I need to check it out. I just thought corn and baseball. Yeah, but it's like, man, wow. how high ruined the movie for me when Tracy like... Morgan's out in the cornfield. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> crazy hoe. <laughs> James Earl uh, Jones come out like. Oh. <laughs> And I want my privacy. <laughs> I'm going to have to check I that just, movie out. I just want to throw this ball. <laughs> I came all the way from the dead to throw this ball. <laughs> he walks into the corn at the end. They all walk into the corn no, at the end. No, he goes, yeah, I mean, all the baseball players do. And Moonlight Graham. Never mind. <laughs> See, we had our Luke Cage moment that one time. Speaking of which. We got to let Big have his field Speaking of which, man, man. I foxed with Luke Cage hard. See? I I haven't finished it yet. I I haven't either. I got one or two left, yeah. Yeah, I'm slacking, man. Never mind. I ain't even going to say nothing about it. Because I finished it, but I I will say, you know what? I won't say it. Go ahead. ahead. I I was just... Feel like it was anticlimactic. Now you, nah, you ain't happy with yeah. the end, are you, Claudia? What? Hey, don't ask me nothing like that. Until oh, you see the end, bro. The it was ain't it's, happy it's, with it's, the it's end. It's fucking no. gangster. I didn't know what to really expect. You guys talked it up, uh, you know, and I'm really influenced by my surroundings and my peers. <laughs> and yeah, I don't know. I went, so so I'm now, finishing it so tonight. now what, what what I ask you to do is go back watch the first season of Daredevil. Okay. I started it. I wasn't as intrigued as Luke Cage. Luke Cage was just real easy I to watch. I understand, but you watched that first up that, that, that first season, and you know what I mean. It's tight, Luke, man. But trust me, it's tight. Because Luke Cage good. makes an appearance right. in Daredevil. No, he makes an appearance in Jessica Jones, uh, which is a good series too. Same Not actor, bad either. Little, little detective noir. Same actor, same dude. Yep. No, yeah, same actor, same dude. But I tell you what, though, man, the villain in Jessica Jones, the, my man who played uh, Purple Man. Oh my goodness, Mur- yeah. nailed it, nailed it. Yeah, that's scary. Nails villain. it. But and, but yeah, Luke Cage, it is. It's really hip hop. It is. Yes, uh, it did is. You know, it? Uh, did you know the episodes are named after Gangstar songs? No, mm. I just got brought to my attention yesterday. Damn, what? That's Shout fantastic. Out Gary yeah. Right. Yeah, is that pretty cool? Tonight. Man. Yeah. Tell me that's not fucking fused by hip hop. We're hey, everywhere. We're everywhere. Though, you really need to finish it, man. I'm going to finish it. By, by the time Monday hits, I'm gonna, I'll am i be done with it. Yeah. Damn. Hey, since we're doing a little, uh, little current event sort of stuff, I know we talked about talking about it on the cast. The rant, did you get to hear it yet? 
I didn't get to hear it. Okay. Well, it, it's pretty much Kanye West upset. How long is it? Oh, it's Kanye short, short. It's like a minute, isn't nah, it? Nah, man. That then that's not a rant. That that's more <laughs> from Kanye. You know what I'm saying? Kanye can go. He can rant. That's a ranting motherfucker. Right. I, I feel like I feel like if I ever was to go in a rant, I could just tag him in. <laughs> like, right. Psh, go ahead. He gets you right. As soon as you start going out of breath or something, I got you. Uh 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 uh. uh Kanye, I need help. I need help, man. Cover me, bro. Cover me. Like I said, Evil Genius is the greatest of all time. <laughs> But Kim Kardashian got robbed. Mm-hmm. Now, I heard that that tape got released, but I haven't seen anything about it. So there's it. a tape of Kim Kardashian getting robbed. I heard that. I ain't seen it. <sighs> yeah, that, yeah. I, and they I, got her for, yeah. what, like a million dollars in jewelry and stuff? Or am I exaggerating that? I don't know. A but million? I nah, I thought it was like 10 million. Oh, we'll see. Why are you walking around? Come on, man. That's why. That's the, that's the basis of cause because. Uh, it was fashion week. She's a Kardashian. Of course, she's got ten million dollars of jewelry on her. Right. But uh, but where the fuck's your security? That's my question. Bitch needs cops. That's not security. She needs a whole unit. You know who you are. She knows who she is. Right. Wait 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 wait. That's probably why Hope didn't say security. Yeah. Yeah. Inside job. Inside job. It's all. It's sad. But. But. I mean, was it her shit or because it was Fashion Week? They just laced her up real quick. I mean, hey, here, either way, you got to pay for it. <laughs> I know, man, because they got insurance shit on that. Mm. You know? I mean, man, wouldn't you like to be rocking something? You just got to get a plan on. <laughs> you got to get a, a monthly plan right. on. You know what I'm saying? My hoodie insurance. You know, I in case this. I spill something on it. All right, I brought up a few quotes <clears throat> of our friend Kanye talking about Hove. There will never be a Watch the Throne 2. Man, that's oh. the reason I wasn't on this song when he was playing uh, his verse from Pop Style. Mm. Remember, Drake released it as a single featuring the throne, but then when he released the album, they were taken off of it. Huh. It was over some title slash Apple bullshit quote, and Wait. that shit be getting to me, getting me tight every time I perform this motherfucker. Wait, don't Hove Ho come in on that song for like 30 seconds, right? He has like a half a bar. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. He says, don't call me after the robbery and say how you feeling. You want to know how I'm feeling? Come by the house. Bring the kids by the house like we're brothers. Oh, so he's saying he called him, but he wants him to come by. Is that what he's saying? He says, don't call me after the robbery and say how you feeling. In like, other I, words. I mean, in it other sounds words. like he didn't call me or he didn't call him. I don't know. Man, come on, man. The only re- I mean, I'm a I'm a Jay Z guy, so I'm always trying to defend the cat. But I'm thinking he probably looks at him like he's dumb. Like, how are you getting robbed out here? I ain't never heard that's of Beyonce one, getting true. robbed. And then I'm a firm believer is okay. If somebody gets you, they get you. But if you get caught slipping, you get caught slipping. You had to have been slipping. And you and and yeah, you got some big ass bodyguards. I seen them on. I, you know, every now and then I keep up with the Kardashians. And there be a bodyguard in there. Y'all asses walking around. Didn't you learn from the Source Awards? I mean, they you don't walk have around a with, with what the. F- but <laughs> I, what I did see was Kanye stopped the whole show though for his boo. He stopped the whole show. Absolutely. Right. And, um, <clears throat> right. And then I guess the question is how tight they actually are. You know, if she doesn't no, really reach out really at all. Question yeah. that. I mean, you, no. Times out. Times out. Times out. You can't really question that. You drop a. Their history and it, it just 
it's it's too intertwined for them not to be close. And I I just with with them two, we're talking about Hove and Kanye. Right. Who the fuck got time to make? You know what I mean? Hey man, listen, 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 boo. You gotta uh, give me 15 minutes. I'm gonna run over. I'm gonna fly over to Kanye's crib. Like he's <laughs> he's over in L. A. Right now. I know I'm in New York, but I'm gonna go check him out for a minute. You he's know, having a rough time. Yeah. What the? F- Come on, man. Mm. We talking about? We ain't talking about at this point in their careers. We're not really talking about Jay and Ho. We talking about two businessmen, businessmen right. whose time is money, and. I understand your boo got robbed, but this is what I'm gonna do if my boy called me. Hey, man, my boy, my girl got robbed. Da da da. da. She all right? Yeah, she cool. All right, man. What happened? You know what I mean? Like, tell me what happened, and that's it. Like, what the fuck, Kanye want? <laughs> I don't know. Like, do you want him to address it publicly? A more personal relationship with his homie. Uh, it doesn't Maybe make that sense is it. to Maybe me. Maybe the Kanye they homies, but the Jay Z they just, uh, you know, you used to work for me. Well, we always, <laughs> well, we all know Jay Z ain't got no love, man. Like, come on, man. We all know that. We just look at look at the Rock. Mm, I don't do that to Jay Z. <laughs> I mean, you got to be real about it. If he got rid of Dame, I blame Dame. It, I, I kind of blame Dame too, but at the same I, time, I prefer I, to blame Dame. Like, <laughs> at the same time, they're like, you know what I mean. The, the creation of the Rocker with them two was so intertwined. It's like, damn man, we that was a blindside. I yeah. do see what you're saying. You know what I mean? Because he yeah. could cut Dame off, and apparently it doesn't matter. It right. does, and that didn't. But but can you cut Kanye off? Can you cut can you cut the top producer of this generation off? I think you can. I think he can. If anybody can, it'll be Jay. Yeah. Now, still, only you, him. You mean cut him off and still be successful? Uh, I still mean, continue, like, still pursue. Yeah, still press on. He can. I can think you he live could. without a Kanye beat? Hope um, can. Hmm. Prowl, um, You'll build this, blow the dust off of Just Blaze and bring him back Kanye out. Kanye beat. Yeah. Yeah, well, I guess you're right. Yeah, I mean, my favorite record. <clears throat> So far this year, <clears throat> Chance the Rapper's coloring book and Kanye's. You take the first song off of it, and it's still my favorite of the year so far. Hmm. Really? Yeah. And I dig Kanye. I mean, I want him to to still be able to creatively I'm collaborate. I'm not cutting off Kanye. Right. <laughs> like, I'd like I'm not gonna too. do it. I'd love to watch the throne too. Would. Who the fuck I hope would? it's not. You know. Yeah. What? You the only reason but I think. Easy Kanye. The only reason I think. You could, that Jay Z could pull it off is because there's Kanye and then there's Jay Z. No matter what, Kanye, Kanye to me is like Jay Z's little brother. You know what I'm saying? Like, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I never looked at him as completely equal, to, even even going into listening to Watch the Throne. Yeah. I went to the tour. You know, I saw it at live. And Fantastic. I still didn't consider them equal. I yeah. Know, I don't know. Yeah. Right. So, I'm with you there. Because I mean, at the end of the day, he put Kanye on. Through the wire. Right. He did. He's through the wire, he put him on. Don't forget. And Kanye that. does have a great story. You know what I mean? Like, you hear he him does. talk at the end of uh, College Dropout. And yes. All the beats that he had and how often he pushed everything. And then it was like, oh, the producer. Oh, you want to rap now, do you? <laughs> yeah, that shit's cool. You know, speak, I, speaking huh? of that, uh, Ron brought up a point, And this, this brings up the whole point of stories that... Uh, and this was last uh, podcast that do you th- uh, Big Sean underrated overrated very underrated mm, yes. you think he's underrated I do 
I do. I think, uh, well, his sophomore effort was cursed. He That's definitely exactly what I said. I didn't, I didn't dig the second so. one. Yeah. Hall of Fame album. No, Hall of Fame album was boring as fuck. <laughs> the Axe Man is bad. It was no boring one. as fuck. You <laughs> I know what? I so. bet I haven't heard the whole thing three times. Really? Yeah, I would not, Dude, I'm, yeah I'm not going to waste my time. Huh? <laughs> okay, now listen. The, the the first one was sick. The second one, I will I will say once. Um, what was the third one? Dark uh, Sky Paradise. Yeah. Once yeah. that came out, it made this for me. It made the second one a little lackluster as in, in comparison. If I had to compare right. it. However, that second one is dope. It is. I didn't dig it. Dude, I like. It got, I like. What is it? Like the first or second song where he tells his story about when he met Kanye and just yeah. wrapped his ass off. Dude, and that, for the radio. that part is cool. No, that right. shit was sick, bro. I lo- I love that. Moolah was cool. I love the part. I love Moolah the part where cool. uh where he's talking. Um, one man can change the world was sick. That's the third. That's album. the third though. Oh, okay. I'm close to saying that's a classic in well, mine. I don't know if well, it's too much. The third what's album. The one yeah. where he's talking to, that's not the one where he's talking to with his. Well, anyway. It got a uh, fire on it, right? That's fire. the second one, then. Yeah. 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 Beware is on the second one. I do like beware. beware. Beware, beware, beware. That shit is a little Drakeish. It, it is got, a little Drakeish. Uh, it, it, it got a little funny song on it with uh, Miley Cyrus. Fucking with my mama. I like that song. Shit, I don't even remember it. That but way. what I'm saying is. I think Big Sean, y'all are saying that that second album's cursed. I'm saying that I think he got three consistent albums. Well, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Three good like, ones. I mean, maybe one day, and after we have this conversation, I might go back and check it out again. Peep it out. When I think of Big Sean, though, I think of his latest effort with Dark Sky Paradise, and I think of the oh, shit that he's done with good music. Okay. You know what I mean, like even Dark like Sky the Sky fucking feature verses he's done on like the Pusha T albums and shit yeah. like that. I even liked him on Mercy. He oh my God! It. Yeah, he absolutely. He, he he rises to the occasion every, every time, time when he's yeah. featured. Yeah, yeah. And he got me at uh, uh, Marvin Marvin Gaye and Chardonnay. Sure. Great song. Man, I used See, to dig I seen that. I seen Big Sean in concert. He opened for Wiz on a Rolling Papers tour in 2011. See. Yeah, and it's before that album dropped. Damn. He just dropped the Finally Famous Part 3 mixtape, and it had ass, 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 <laughs> ass, ass. And uh, he premiered at Marvin Gaye and Chardonnay on 106 and Park like a month later. Mm. With him and Kanye, Kanye came on the show with him and shit. I he, will say I hate that song. He's a you don't lick. like it? You don't like Marvin Gaye and Chardonnay? No, the ass, ass, oh. ass, oh. ass, <laughs> ass. I only like Nikki's part. When she starts talking about, I know you Googled my ass. Like, <laughs> guilty as charged. <laughs> she wrote that verse about me. And it, Hey, when we said that, you were making this point about the one and twos. How it was like you were saying there isn't room. There's like a one and two, in everybody else. What do you like, mean? He's like there's J Cole, there's uh, Kendrick, oh, and there's yeah, everybody yeah, else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because right now, right now, you got J Cole and you got Kendrick, and everybody sort of puts them. That that kind of flip flops when you talk to people. It's never anyone else. It's J Cole or Kendrick, and then people often bring up Drake. Ah, oh, shoot, too. forgot about Drake. <sighs> They no. are, yeah, when they say the J. Coles, the Kendricks, the Drakes. But I feel like he's a little older. Drake? Yeah. Yeah. Like he should be in a little different. I feel different. like he's older. I feel like especially once the ghostwriting shit uh, popped yeah, off, I feel yeah, like he's yeah. just. 
people don't put him on that list. They he's an entertainer now. He's you know a pop saying? star. Yeah, I don't think and that legitimizes him as a pop star now. Absolutely. I think with the ghostwriting thing. Right. And, and my that, thing, and right? He's entertaining now. And my this thing about on, that's what I'm referring my, to. My thing man. about Cole is, give me some new fucking music. Really? Yeah, really. I mean, that's dope. That you know, 2014 Forest Hills Drive is still a great album, but I'm sick of listening to it. I want something right. new. Give me something else. Yeah, hey, shout out to them. Didn't he officially go double platinum, right? You hit me with, with that. With no features. No nice. features, double platinum. I kind of want to see him do some features right now, man. I kind of want to see him do some features. I kind of want to see him go on Twitter and say, hey, I'm dropping an album in two weeks. That's <laughs> what something. I want to see. Maybe a mixtape. I also, also want to see J. Cole with some beef. I want somebody to piss J. Cole off. Piss him off? Well, mm. yeah, because, I mean, Kendrick solidified that number one position with Control, with his verse on Control. Yeah, but that was for sport. It was, and that's all it took. He wasn't angry. It, A lot of but, He made people angry. But think about how many replies there was to Control, and none of them talked about Control. That was such a great time. And that's what I'm that saying. That was. It was. No, but, but who beat Control? Who beat Kendrick? So, I, I, you know, oh, whether but. it was a sport or not, you know, he, 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 he scored the most points. You know, I, on my old laptop, I had a playlist of all the control responses. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah, I did. Uh, Papoose. You got one you dig the most? Papoose. Uh, King Los. Yeah. King Los, hands down. Mm-hmm. Easily. Uh-huh. Yeah. Maybe I need to hear that. I didn't hear that. Joel Ortiz, I think, was the, the first one I, one I had. Yeah, That's the one. I like that one. B.O.B. did it, and it was like, he was on a roll. He rapped for like a minute, and then he played guitar the rest of the time. And then you remembered that he thinks the world's flat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That poor bastard. Yeah. Listen, I'm anti Christopher Columbus too, but Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. O B O B thinks the world's flat. Thanks, buddy. You poor bastard. He used to believe in you. I yeah. appreciate it, bro. <laughs> but I do remember when I mean what what Big Sean because it was a big Sean track, right? Wasn't it supposed to it was it was like shortly after he dropped that second album. Which what one? Control. Oh, it's that a, sure was. Oh, yeah. Holy damn! That's a big damn. Sean track. It didn't make it didn't make that album because of sample clearance in time or whatever. I thought it and didn't he, make Big Sean's album because it became so big as a Kendrick song. Yeah, no, he, it gave it, he gave it a Kendrick song. That's nuts. Right. And you know what? Still to this day, I couldn't recite one line of Jay Electronica's verse no, that I comes couldn't. after Kendrick's. But, but I, I, I thought he yeah, I thought he did his thing. I don't remember any of it, but I remember when I first heard it that I was like, man, I think Jay Elect did his thing. But I think but he no was, one's going to hear it. I think he was three and a three. I think he was three and a three. I think Control. I think Kendrick took it over. Big Sean held his own, and Jay Electronica was just there, and you know. Right. And I had a lot of faith in that dude. I'm probably one of the ones that was waving the J Electronica flag. The artist. He running with with Dame, right? He was. No, I think he still is. Is he? Yeah. I think he's running with Dame. I think. uh, Matter of fact, yeah, remember, because my man, uh, my man, (laughs) because Carlback Jack had that, that, remember he called Dame? And J Electronica called him back, like, yo, Dame, da 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 da. Or yo, uh, yo, combat. You shouldn't, you shouldn't bring so and so on your show, and you know what I mean. Man, oh, I give us the some story. music. Yeah, yeah. Don't be telling me to bring yeah, on the show. Up. Give us yeah. some music. Yeah, because I mean, to be honest with you, Jay, Jay ain't even freaking solidified himself yet. He just has it. Jay Electron made some unfriendly remarks about he's missed. Kendrick. He's fucking ghost. Really? He did. You don't remember that? No. I don't really quite remember what he said about Kendrick. Mm. 
but he did say his name. But he ain't a believer, huh? And Kendrick, you know, through those sub shots on uh, Untitled Number Seven Come on that project on. he dropped earlier this Let's year. Let's do that. But what could Jay Electronica say to Kendrick? Jay Electronica's been in the game. A lot of bullshit. What can anybody He's been in the game Andrew? twice Whatever, as long as Kendrick and hasn't done half as much. It would be some fresh and new material if he does, because we ain't heard nothing. Mm. How long can that dude live off of Exhibit A and B? Damn. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know. How long can J. Cole live off of, you know, going double platinum with no features? I guess forever. He got Yeah, he got a little bit longer yeah. of a run. I mean, Papoose, Papoose <laughs> ate off of... Uh, what was that? All that five fingers. <laughs> alphabetical <laughs> slaughter. Alphabetical slaughter. Yeah, he the ate all that for a He did this rap about the five burrows. And oh, he that's had on the uh, Touch It remix. Oh, he does it on there? Yeah. I didn't even do it like it was five a freestyle. And he had it on, he had oh, these tats on his fingers. Like the palm of my hand. Okay. Oh, yeah. I can make a tight fist, let it crumble ridiculous, or I can smash the world in a New York minute. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's the Touch It remix. He's on the Touch yeah. oh. And I love the Touch It remix. I didn't even realize that. Because Mary J's even rapping on that. Yeah. DMX. Why did Mary J We've had a conversation about this before. We did. Turn it up. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> because... Yeah, because we were talking shit on Lloyd Banks. <laughs> yes, he had the worst. Because they said turn it up, and he's still like... <laughs> right? He's still half whispering. asleep. Yeah. I walked to the store half asleep. <laughs> I got three magnum, the gun car, and the rubber. So, uh, so what Wait, else we got? Kind of was anything. He's had one of the biggest rises and biggest falls. Who, Lloyd, Lloyd Banks? Lloyd Banks? Yeah, if you really think about it, because at first, uh, you know what I mean. Whereas Fab, they, I mean, they compared him and Fab a lot. They do. And they do. They do. And they, they are, they are similar. But Fab has kept that consistency, whereas like Lloyd Banks peaked. And then just fell off the fucking cliff. Right. I gave his newest mixtape a chance, and I was really bored. There was a, yeah, a song with Styles P that was really good. I kept that one. And then the song with Joe Budden was really good. I kept that one, too. I could never listen to a Lloyd Banks album. None of them. I could never listen to it all the way through because I would just get... His first one was a classic, but it was also just, 2005. Yeah, but you mm. can say that, but... I mean, I couldn't listen to it. I couldn't listen to the whole thing. It was just too mundane for me, man. It was like, He's a rough whatever. dude. And then that on top of the fact that I really wasn't the biggest G-Unit fan. Right. So. Me either. And he was the rapper was of the, the group, time. wasn't right. he? And that's the only reason I called him. He was the writer, yeah. Mm. He was the writer. He was the writer. I was the writer. <laughs> Not a fan of No. He was the writer. writer. That's all you get. Lloyd Banks. So how long do you give it? Hip hop takes over the rock and roll Hall of Fame. How come hip hop doesn't have its own Hall of Fame? Russell Simmons ain't built it yet, right? <laughs> and he that's, better get to it. That's probably. a good point. Yeah. I never thought of that. A Russell hip -hop Simmons Hall of should fame. build a hip hop Hall of Fame. And I've been to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It's been like six or seven years since I went. Uh, Bruce Springsteen was the main exhibit, and it was pretty boring. But uh, when you walk through, you know, there's like levels, like floors and shit. Mm -hmm. It's almost like. Uh, it's almost like walking through a haunted house, if you would. <laughs> There's really only one way to go, and it's a, a lot of it is dead people's shit, right? <laughs> You're just looking at dead people's shit. Like, oh, hey, here's, you know, lyrics written by John Lennon. At poor, you know, this is the, the sparkly suit David Bowie wore, and then you got a, uh, one of Michael Jackson's gloves. It's kind of weird. It's creepy when you look at it from the big picture, you know? Well, but there was stuff... 
like uh, the big black jersey that said Big Papa on it. Uh, That's in the, the Rock and the Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, there's like there is an exhibit of hip hop. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's like just there for show. You know what I mean? Like right. hey, we've accepted this, and here, check this out. Like it's neat. Well, when you walk through a Hall of Fame, man, there's always that aura. You know, I hate to. Say, I'm, I ain't gonna say I hate to say it, but you know, I am a, a long time Tennessee Titans fan, and we suck. But <laughs> I've been there. But when you go and you know, I mean, you get to see like Earl Campbell's bust and Warm Moon, and oh man, okay. it's like there's a certain aura about it. So I would think that if I ever went, that you know, just walking past that jersey, man, I mean, I must have been something. You know what I'm saying? Because it, it, it's nostalgia. It was. Yeah, sure. And that's the close. And, and you know, that's one of them things where it just takes you back. You just see, and you're just like, damn, man, I remember when you wore that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? I didn't know there was anything like that that could give you that feel about hip hop. The closest thing I thought was that tour you went on. And your honeymoon. Yeah. Maybe but L- I didn't maybe know L- there was a... LL's boo You know what I mean? Yeah. Get one of his Kangos. Put him in there, man. We need we Hey, we should start that campaign. We need a hip-hop hall of fame. And don't put it in New York. I know you're going to want to. So, Babe brought up a point, though, that my man Chuck D said, what? What did he say? LL should go in before... Tupac. Because Tupac's on the ballot. He's nominated for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame this year. And he's the first ever rap... Solo artist, yeah, I agree. I he makes a good point. I mean, off top, I know Run DMC is in it, and Run I know NWA is in it. Run, NWA just got in it though, right? Last year. And if you're gonna do an individual, it probably should be a little cool J. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm because if you're gonna pay, if it's a Hall of Fame, you got to pay some homage to the past. You okay. got to. Yeah, I think chronological order, I guess. Yeah, you got not to. even chronological lot of chronological. I've been sipping this nice, spiked <laughs> <laughs> tea. But uh, no, e- even if you take away the chronologically, chronologically <laughs> even if you take that out of the equation, I still think that LL deserves to go in before Tupac. One, LL has the best deal of all time. LL right now can walk in. You didn't notice? LL could walk into Def Jam right now and be like, I want to drop an album. He's the only one with a lifetime contract to Def Jam. Okay. Does he still get a check? Yeah. Uh-oh. I mean, from Def Jam, even though he hasn't put out music in forever? Russell Simmons himself has said LL built Def Jam. So See? he's the only one right now in anywhere, anywhere in any label that could go in and just be like, I want to drop an album. But not only that, he's over ten albums in. You know, ten albums in, and whether you remember the last four <laughs> or even five, because he did have um, Phenomenon and Mr. Smith and <laughs> and uh, deepest whatever. bluest man is oh, sharks. Yeah, but fourteen come on, shots man. to the dome. Come on now, what was uh? <laughs> no. What was um? Better get your head sprung. Oh, that was my jam though. Head sprung. Head sprung was up. Hey, lover was my shit. Head was my jam. Hey, lover was my shit. Well, boys, the men. I was, I was in like sixth grade. <laughs> of course, that was your jam. You know you love hey, boys, the men. Shit. That was my shit, man. But cardigan like, sweatered up with a kango. What I'm saying is, then you got Puck, who I think. Again, and this is just my my fascination with Pac is that he created an art, an art, a piece of art that influenced a coast 
what this man said. I mean, of course you got your Jim Joneses and your your other cult leaders, um, Hell Bob dude and whatever, whatever. Of course you got all them and they say, just listen, they, you know what I mean? They're talking, <laughs> they say they're talking to the masses, but they're talking to a couple hundred people. This motherfucker said, I hate the East Coast and the whole West Coast was like, I hate the motherfuckers too. Yes, yes he did. That's, who else? LL Cool J made everyone roll up their pant leg. <laughs> and, and Chris Start Cross wearing made everybody, wear their, Chris Cross made made everybody, everybody wear, wear their mm-hmm. clothes backwards. But at the same time, that was just a fashion statement. They yeah. they didn't create that. This man created from his heart and soul an art form that just made people follow him. Not not his fans, but a whole freaking coast. Like I made all the old fucks at work tonight listen to Tupac for like two hours. <laughs> oh man, I do that. Well, There's so that. many complaints. I like it when I have you. to leave. When I have to leave my area, and I come back and like it's still playing. Look around, like ha ha. Because sometimes if I know I'm gonna be away from the machines for a while, I'll like pause it. I'll go stop my music because I want to hear it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I don't want to miss what's coming on next, so I'll pause it. If I forget, or if I got my hands full, or I got my gloves on, I don't go over and touch my iPod or the stereo or anything. And yeah, I come back and grab a mop and a bucket to clean up and shit and it's like first off fuck your bitch and the clicky clans like yes yes the goal is to one day be walking through and just some old cat be like converted him. Hey, hey, hey that's great but you ever play ignorant shit while while your company brings their clients through the, uh, through the no Oh no. my god. We, we get I'm, told. Oh no, 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 no. We I got told, but it kinda snuck in, you know, it was on the playlist. You, you know. I got one I got one iPod that normally plays R and B and I got another iPod that plays like hip hop. You know what I mean? I mm-hmm. stuck my R and B one in while they were coming through, but Pac just happened to be on that sh- or um, <laughs> nah fucking uh Jiggy happened to be on that shit with ignorance shit. So they come through and it's like just comes on, boom. Here goes that ignorant shit you like, <laughs> nigga. Fuck, bitch. Like I was like, oh shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was good. It was good time. Good shit. Good shit. They come walking through, heard the shit, but it was kind of funny because the one dude actually like knew the shit. Like, oh damn. Was, yeah, he like knew the shit. He was like, yeah, like I'm man, down with that cool. Benny Siegel. Yeah, he told me I didn't. Uh, <laughs> was that Benny Siegel or was that uh, Jay Z? Yeah, that was the, Benny was on it. Yeah, Benny was on it. First thing yeah, on the song free with Siegel. It. Yeah, first thing yeah. I went to. Like, I think that Siegel. was on the, G- Go. the Jigger joint, though. I think that was on Jigger. Yeah, it was on uh, American Gangster, wasn't it? Yeah. Hey, listen, American Gangster, I don't think. M- I, most underrated, underrated Hope album. Uh, yeah, man, absolutely. Thank, okay. I'm thank with you. you. I'm with you. Thank you. Fuck yeah. Thank you. American man. Dream Mint, man. Oh, I love that yes. song. Love that song. I love Mine's No it. Hook. I yeah, love that song. I don't need no hook for this, man. That shit. Mm. Man, my old guy. What can I say? Yeah. Old guy. Man, he didn't call Kanye after his wife got robbed. He <laughs> <laughs> knew the guys that I robbed love, her. I love that. I love that jazzy effusion, man. I love that fucking like old school gangster. Sh- that you know old what? school gangster feel, man. Like I feel like throwing on a tuxedo with a first scarf. Ooh, yeah. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, oh, man. that makes me think of the one cut on there. Wow. Rock boys in the building. Um, you know what I was told. Fact check me on this. A handful of those beats, I don't know how many, it might only be one, were supposed to, were like beats that were in the vault for Biggie and Puffy gave them to Hope. Wow. For real? Yeah. Yeah. And he well, used that's them fantastic. For the, American yeah. Dreaming got that Marvin Gaye sample on it. 
Um, but go back and listen to it, and I think you could probably hear Biggie rapping over any one of those beats. Yeah. Maybe not Blue Magic. <sighs> that's a Pharrell beat, isn't it? No. <laughs> probably is. <laughs> What's crazy? I see what you did there. Oh, I forgot. No, I didn't mean to do it. I'm just saying. Never mind. No Ron, shots. Ron, I fucking love Ron. Ron threw it there. Ron threw it there. The right. VA, VA he took thing. the shot. He took, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Kevin Costner's oh, a shit. <laughs> hey, just speaking of that album, there was a, a remix of the whole album that DJ Ski did, and he mixed The Godfather with that album. So that the beginning of it, you know how it starts with Idris Alba talking that stuff, and there's the girl voice too. Yeah. He mixes in the speech that Robert Duvall has to the Godfather in the middle of it when he's like, uh, uh, "You control uh, so many bo- uh, judges, and you c- it is amazing." And it's called American Godfather. Mm. And uh, is it a mixtape? Yeah, like, DJ Ski did it. It's amazing. Yeah, it's, American, it's incredible. American Gangster is very underrated. I'm half tipsy. I wish I knew that one song where he's like, uh, uh, it's just Hello, him. Brooklyn. He's like, uh, he's talking about Beyonce in the beginning. He's like, um, I'm on her bra strap. She's on my dick. Oh. <laughs> hey, Beyonce's a Ain't nothing freak. wrong with that. She That's my bitch. <laughs> what she say? Watermelon. Mm. And he was uh, he like, in that song, he does that thing that I used to hate when the rappers would try to just explain what the punchline was. Oh, He's like, because I'm off the wall and you other rappers are Tito. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, you see what I did there? I said I'm like a young Mike and all these other rappers is Tito. <laughs> I was like, go ahead, ho. Brought it back, came around and grabbed it, caught it, threw it down. You see what I did there? Yeah. Man, uh, this, I could win the ESPY. Oh, I hear that shit. He said, I'm so fly, I should win an SP. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. I liked Prey. I liked I Know. I liked fucking. Uh, Prey was. Hello sick. Brooklyn was a, I liked it. You know, a low key Brooklyn, classic. How yeah. you doing? Yeah, man, that's a good album. Hey, man, they don't get no play on us. What the hell? They don't get no play on us. They don't get no love. No, fuck that. Sponsor us, motherfucker. Support us. That was an advertisement. That's That was fucked up, my bad. Man, that happened. Man, I love that CD. I ain't thought about that one in a minute either, man. Like I said, I got it on my gangsta iPod. That shit is hot, man. I do. I listen to that shit all the time. Do y'all remember when the Dude, uh, is it Devon or DeRay? He made these this video talking about I'm exposed to real Jay Z and all that. He says his name on on No Hook. Yeah, and on the on the American Godfather version, after he says his name, the record pauses and they play a clip of him talking, being like I'm exposed to real Jay Z. Yeah, yeah, it's beautiful, man. DJ man, American Godfather. Go cop that if you can. I'm gonna have to cop that because I really, I really do enjoy American Gangster, man. Jay Z's American Gangster, one of the most underrated albums in in hip hop right now. Yes. Damn, how do we even get on this? I don't don't know because we didn't have a lead topic today. I love it though. We feeling ourselves. Yeah, we are, man, and 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 that's the funny (laughs) thing. So. We're gonna have to label this shit later, but you know, I guess we'll figure that shit out later. Well, we can get into what we was gonna do. No. <laughs> <laughs> what are we gonna do? It's that time where you know, 
All right, the listeners, the folks that's listening to this right now, I'm assuming you've been fooling with us from day one, which is nice that we got day oneers out there. Mm. And uh, how much about us do you really know? I mean, uh, you know, I like to do some things from time to time. Ooh, that's about all you know. Do you want to hear your nickname? Ooh, let's hear this. Let's hear this. Ron the Phenom. That's <laughs> uh, what? I mean, it hey. might sound weird when you're doing the introduction. You can't say hello. I'm Ron the Phenom. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But I thought like, because you're phenomenal. <laughs> well, you know, oh, hey, I'm, you know, I'm cool with it. I don't mind it at you all. got your finger in a lot of shit, should, uh, and that's phenomenal. We Ron should, the finger Scott. We that, that to make his name from a living color. <laughs> the one with it. When I was your age, I had five jobs. I milked the cow. Oh, I remember that. Plane landed that bitch and jumped in my boat. Took three passengers across the Atlantic. Oh, All in that. Ron the Phenom. But since we don't know, well, y'all don't know that much about us, I figured we would take some time in the episodes and focus on one of us. Wow. And let you know a little bit about ourselves. We're going to do Claudel. Who we too. are. Are we? Oh, oh yeah. I'm interested in that yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't know. This dude has a very long history of industry stuff. I was yeah. very surprised one day when we was talking. When we first met, you was telling me a bunch of this industry stuff that yeah. I was very blown yeah. away by. Yeah. And folks yeah. need to know that as well. Yeah. But we're starting this series off with the Axeman, Anthony Baker. Where we take some time to get to know him up close and personal. <laughs> up close and Should personal. you start with why you call me the Axeman? <laughs> oh, that'd be great. Uh <laughs> I began calling him the Axe Man because uh, he doesn't play when it comes to a review or a thought or an idea about music and music that's given to him and music that he should or is asked to critique in some sort of way. Like, I am in no way, shape, or form a dream killer of any kind. So I'm going to search deeply for what the positive is <laughs> in the music you play for me. But the Axe Man is not. <laughs> So be ready if you play some stuff for him. Mm -mm. I'm telling you, you said it best in that uh, the clip from the Hip Hop Awards, man. I always mess yeah. it up when I try to think of what you said. Be prepared to be criticized long before you are ever complimented. Yes, and all these young artists, I think, should remember that. Oh, yeah. Prepare to be criticized way before you're complimented. Takes 10 years to be an overnight success. <laughs> and if you want to get a taste of that, criticism early. Come on down to the Axe Man and hand him your mixtape. <laughs> and after you hand it to him, keep texting him about it. It's, so not, <laughs> it's, not, it's, not, uh, it's not terrible advice. Come get it out of the way. And he'll uh, he'll give it to you raw and uncut. That Colombian. <laughs> Disco shit. What type, what, so you got any? I got a couple questions. If you don't got none, Claudel, for, uh, for the old Axe Man, I, I would love to know. No, go ahead. Set it off. I would love to know, since you know, we're a hip-hop-based podcast, I would like to know, as far as you can remember, the first hip-hop song that you ever heard or connected with, if you can't remember the first one you ever connected heard. Connected with? Well, there was a movie called Mrs. Doubtfire. Ooh. 
All right. Yes. I was a good seven, yes. eight years old. Yes. I did not expect it to Ms. start this. Miss Doubtfire, <laughs> Robin Williams, classic. Thing. Nothing's more hip hop than Miss Doubtfire. Sally Field comes like home super doing. pissed off, oh, yeah. okay. and he's standing on the fucking you know nice dining room table, and they're jamming. Mm. Jump around by House of Pain. Oh. Ooh, pack yeah. it up, pack it in. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Let uh, me begin. When I was eight years old, my, my parents got divorced, and uh, my mom moved us to Cali. She met a guy, married a guy in California. And it's right around the time I can remember my grandmother flying, uh, flying with us to Cali, and I remember going to the movies to see that movie, and she bought my brother the cassette. Well, you know, <laughs> welcome to the House of Pain or whatever the fuck it was called. Yeah, and we played the shit out of it. <laughs> we jump around, shit. was jump it? Around. Huh? Yeah, I mean, I, I, it how old was you? Eight, eight. I mean, maybe younger, album. maybe seven. That's a Smokers album. Yeah, I didn't know that at the time. <laughs> you know, I mean, th- I mean, and this is before they put the parental advisory stickers on it. You oh, know what I mean? Because they right. curse, everlasting them cursing shit. I mean, there's a song on it called Shit Kickers. Is that, it's, wait, does that one got hits from the ball? That's Cypress Hill. Oh, yeah, damn. I always get uh, the two mixed up. Jump yeah, yeah. Cypress Hill didn't come, you know, carry on, carry short, on. you know, long after that. Oh, I can't oh, remember yeah. Cypress Hill, Black uh, Sunday. Just a bunch of light-skinned mo- Latino motherfuckers like, Yo, <laughs> did you see, um, I don't mean to go, did you see when um, my man from, uh, was it Be Real? Yeah. That's still Cypress Hill. Got into it with, um... Oh man, the radio station dude. Oh man, like they really got in a fight in the fucking studio. Ooh, Rosenberg? No. Well, older cat, bald headed dude, black dude. Oh, oh man, famous too. Star? No. No, famous guy too, man. Famous broadcaster. Anyway. Steve uh, Harvey. Big no, boy. No, big boy. There you oh. go. Got into it with Big Boy. And they, they're fighting in the fucking studio. Over he, what? He like says fist fight? One's a pothead and the other one's like a pacifist. The, what the yeah. dude was like, the dude asked him, uh, big boy asked him, like, you know, uh, how was you doing? And was it be real? Anyway, he was like, uh, he was like, I'm doing all right. Ask your mom. Or no, <laughs> he said, I'm doing all right. Ask your sister. And, and and big boy, like, he stopped, man. It was so funny because a man's laughing and you don't hear big boy at all. Like, Damn. at all. And then next thing you know, he said... <clears throat> I don't play when it comes to my family. <laughs> my man's like, Damn. yo, yo, man, I'm just joking. Da, da, yeah, like da. it didn't go in one ear and out the other. Oh, no. It ended up right in there. a whole fight. Like, you hear the fight and everything. Jeez. You don't, you don't, y'all didn't see this shit? No. no. Oh, man. Is it Fuck. years old? Let me waste some data. <laughs> no, man. man. Yeah, it might be a year or two old, but it was funny. Huh. I just watched it the other day. It's probably because I don't fool with Cypress Hill. So Not if anybody said they was on like anything. So jump around like was a song that, that, that was a song that pulled you in. I mean that that's connected. Great. I mean before that, I can remember. I mean I remember MC Hammer. Mm-hmm. I can remember my brother. Uh, we went to Our Lady of Peace before our, my, our parents got divorced. Uh, him sitting in the back seat of my dad's car with the headphones on, and there was a song where he's like, something, something, something. Don't be a jackass. And my brother thought that was the coolest shit in the world <laughs> that you know that someone was saying a cuss word. Mm. But yeah, I know I remember House of Pain first and foremost, uh, and then that Christmas, whatever you know, my dad bought us doggy style. 
Really? My yeah, he walked into Sam. He he walked nice. into Sam Goody and said, "What are kids into these days?" <laughs> yeah, and it was over. It now that's was weird because my next question was going to be along the lines of, "When did you?" And I'm assuming all of us have had to do this. When and what was the song, if there was one, that you had to defend hip hop mm-hmm. to people that you love? I mean, I can remember my mom, you know, because Doggy Style was full of those Dr. Dre sampled beats, you know. Think about, you know, wow, 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 yippee, yo, yo. My mom would walk in our bedroom, we're playing Super Nintendo, you know. We're listening to Doggy Style, my brother's boombox. Nice. And she's like, I know this song, you know. She obviously heard, you know, uh, uh, George Clinton and shit, you know. She heard Damn. it before. And uh, then she just, you know, heard that all the violence and all the cuss words. She's like, what's going on here? You know? <laughs> like, Mom, it's okay. You know, we're not, you know. But then she would walk by our bedroom and then hear us singing every fucking word, you know? Wow. Yeah. I mean, I, it, I really, really puts shit in perspective. I, uh, <laughs> I knew every word to Doggy Style and a chronic. Because after that, it was like, I don't know if we started stealing CDs from the store. <laughs> so, and, and my grandmother, like, I can remember my granny would always buy us CDs because they started putting the stickers on them. And we would, you know, always talk her into doing it. She'd always, she'd always go, and I still remember the day she bought me All Eyes on Me. And, uh, yeah, my brother come home with the chronic on his own. But, uh, you know, yeah, it went from there to, uh, I remember the whole uh, Easy e It's On, 187, I'm Killer. You know, Damn. Real Motherfucking G's and the Boys in the Hood God. remix and that shit. That song your does mom, something to me. Yeah. Your what? mom bought you All Eyes on Me? Nah, my granny. Your, your grandma bought yeah, you? Yeah, my amazing. mom's mom, yeah. That is crazy. That's she she, had, no, that's, she that's, had no idea what she... I mean, you know, my dad buying us doggy style, he had no idea what the fuck yeah, he was getting us into. You know what I mean? So, I mean, that's to my just pops. one of them CDs I remember like where I was and the shit where I, when I had first grabbed that CD. Because that yeah. was the CD after he died, right? What? No. All Eyes on Me? Or was it Machiavelli? I think he died Mac- during All Eyes on Me. Machiavelli's when he died. Yeah. He was dead when Machiavelli came out. Right. Yeah. All eyes on me bu- is the I one. I bought Machiavelli myself. Yeah. By I'll then they said fuck it and took the seventeen and over stickers off of them. Yeah, I bought. Um, that was like. Those was are two 12. CDs I bought in the same place. Damn, I, just I am so old. Yeah, man, that is Machiavelli. Crazy. I t- uh, Machiavelli sticks out because when I was a kid, I was twelve. I still lived in California, and uh, we went on vacation to Hawaii. Damn. I had two CDs. That whole vacation. One was Machiavelli and one was Mace Harlem World. What? Wow. Yeah, yeah. I went what? back and forth to those what? two CDs. What? I guess. And they both came out in 1997. Man, talking about jumping from one end of the spectrum Isn't that to nuts? the, end, the yeah. other one. Dude's in Hawaii CDs. bumping it, yeah. <laughs> Mace and it Tupac. Didn't, it, it didn't matter. Mace. Yeah. Now, I'm, I'm, I will be asking this for the time that we do you as well, Claudel, because. Uh, I don't know if I've conveyed this enough to the people listening, but I don't know people that digest music like you two do. So I, the question to you is, was there ever a moment that you realized, <laughs> I'm hearing this different <laughs> than other people? Like, I'm talking about music yeah, much I, longer than my buddy here yeah, who just said, yeah, I like that would song. Just... And you're like, no, but listen, <laughs> around three minutes in, the beat drops, and he says this, and yeah. the dude's like, yeah, yeah, I like it too. I mean, I don't know what year or what exact moment, but people would either tell me to shut up or, you know, I, mean, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah, there was definitely a time. 
when uh <laughs> when all right when who wants to be a millionaire first came on television okay. remember how you could have a lifeline yeah I remember when people would always be like, Beck, you'd be my fucking lifeline. <laughs> you know, it like, if it was music or a movie line, you know, like definitely music. If it had to be music, you'd be my lifeline. Like, damn, really? I guess I, I guess That's I do know else. a lot of shit. I just never, I don't, I don't, I don't have it like that. I mean, I love it. I'm a fan, but you guys just hear it different. It's, and that's a beautiful um, thing. It's, it's more than yeah. It's more than hearing it. It's 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 a feeling. It's feeling it. It's it's cool, man. Um, yeah, yeah. I love I that sort of stuff. You. I definitely agree with you. <laughs> yeah, People man. get mad at me when they're like, "Yo, did you hear that?" Or I'll be like, "Yo, did you hear that?" And they'll be like, "What the fuck are you talking?" I'll be like, "Man, it sounds like fluffy." Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It sounds it's, like it's, it sounds like goosebumps. Right, right. Like, <laughs> yeah, man, you feel that shit. Yeah, it starts. It starts at your toes and it crawls up the hairs on your back. Man. And it's like, <laughs> like ah, oh. woo. Yeah, man. Yeah, Fuck man. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. What I noticed that you guys will do is we'll be talking about songs and stuff, and I'm like, yeah, that one song from him was great. And you'd be like, yeah, but it sounds exactly like the song they did three <laughs> albums ago when he was with that one group. It sounds just like that. See, Remember, now, it started like ding, 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 and y'all will know the whole, like, I didn't really notice that. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I'd say within the past five or six years, I've really slowed down when it comes to my memory on music, like, you know what I mean, with new music, but between, like, I don't know, 95 and at least 2010, everything just fucking sunk into my brain, and I don't know why, like, everything just started clicking. Like, 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 I can't remember people's phone numbers. I never forget a face, and I can always remember your name. But for some reason, like, names of albums, track listings, lyrics, all that shit just fucking clicked. And I think that's why I didn't do well in college. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. But it's all I had. You know, I, I mean, in my line of work, I can listen to music all fucking day, and I've always had a commute. And I listen to music driving to work. Right. And it's... That's yeah. a big void to keep filling yeah. with music and not getting tired of it. Yeah. Fantastic. Because there's plenty of it. it so really just never stops. Do you have, I'm sorry, I feel like I'm taking over this. If no, you got any no, questions, I'm, I'm you jump in. Because so I can wait till I can ask these to you. <laughs> <laughs> do you have pointed moments in life that you can mark by music? Absolutely. Oh, Absolutely. Give me, you got to give me some of those. Uh, I mean, unless, I mean, you know, if they're rough, I, I, you don't have me, to. Give me an example. Like, like, like an artist? I can tell like, you. I, I can tell you moment. where I was every time I first heard the latest Eminem album. Really? Yeah. Really? See, I was expecting it. I was thinking the other way. Like there are moments in your life that you're like, uh, okay, this wait, this wait. happened, and I can remember this music had come out, or I remember I went straight to my room and played this, or you know that sort of stuff. Because I feel like there are moments in your life that are big. And I feel like there might be music connected to those moments. And if not, I mean, uh, right, it might I see be, or maybe not. I don't that's, know. Yeah, that's all right. I see what you mean. Because uh, I never know. The way I'm saying, the way you guys hear music is different. So I just didn't know if it played a different kind of role in you guys' life. Like, like, like yeah, like therapy. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. I, I definitely, well, you know, it's definitely therapeutic. Did you infuse any R&B in there? Because, I mean, like, in all honesty, my, ther my therapy was... R and B, it wasn't. It wasn't really. I was. Li I was living out. I was living it out through hip hop. 
or through rap, but my therapy really, in all honesty, was more probably R&B. Cause it was, you know what I mean? Like I never took R&B serious. Really? And I really still don't. I, I don't, mean, I mean, I don't I mean now. That's kind of a bold statement. What? That I don't take it serious? Yeah. yeah I'm just being honest. That's a huge. Um, that's a huge. I laugh. Like, the whole Jodeci Boys to Men conversation, I listened to it on the way home from work just now. I laughed my ass off the whole fucking time. I couldn't help it. But, I mean, I genuinely like some Usher songs. I genuinely, I, you know, I love Tyrese, Sweet Lady. But when I was that's a, a kid song. growing up, Montel Jordan was the first R&B singer I ever knew. This oh, is how we do it. Something for the honeys and <laughs> shit like that. You know what I mean? Something I didn't take it serious. You know, I wasn't listening to the words. I knew the words and I rapped along every single fucking word, but I didn't pay attention to them. I don't know why, but I didn't. I paid attention to one, well, two, three, and to the folk, Snoop Doggy yeah, Dog and Dr. Dre. I was yeah. eight years old and I could have rapped that whole fucking well, album. I, I, per- I had mama's music. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I had mama's yeah, music. So, yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. You know, mama's yeah. cleaning the house. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. We call you it cleaning turn, the house music. Yeah, you can't yeah. turn your, you can't turn TV on because you ain't gonna be here anyway. Yeah. And you know, once, once Teddy Pettigrass start start belting over it, you yeah, know, your mom's Saturday shows was just my mom. Yeah. My mom's to to this day cleaning house music. Is Michael Jackson. Yeah, yeah. Her ringtone's Thriller when she calls me. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. I love we that. We have our Michael Jackson episode. Psh, y'all gonna be crazy, man. Old MJ. I, you know I'm down with old Michael. I know songs from this motherfucker. You just gotta be a fan. <laughs> like, right. you gotta be a fan. You gotta be a fan, man. I got those oh. hidden gem album cuts. Oh man, listen, man. I. See, I shouldn't even say it. I was about to say I banged my boy's sister. Well, I guess. (laughs) Whoa. It was my boy's. No edits. No edits. Girlfriend's sister. We ain't stopping. And okay, no edits. All right, fuck it. I'll tell the story. Yeah, man. She, 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 she was a Michael Jackson fan. And this dude showed up with Thriller. Hey, what you doing? She challenged me to a Michael Jackson like duel. She was like, "Do you know this song?" I was like, "Fuck yeah, I know this song." (laughs) <laughs> it's on da 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 da, and then I hit her with the well, cause you gotta be a fan to know like blood on the dance floor. Um, That's yep. a rough one. Blood on the dance floor. Jam yeah, is not a fan. You know blood on the dance floor. <laughs> right, yeah, I know what it is. Yeah, blood on the dance. Yeah, I know it exists. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Uh, it's not one of my favorites. You gotta, uh, that you, ain't on my mom's cleaning playlist. <laughs> you, you can't win. Yeah, it is not. You can't win is one of my favorite Michael Jackson Ooh, songs. Besides, from um, the Wiz. Cyt. Yeah, I mean, you know, what I mean, some songs. You, but anyway, yeah. So I got them draws because I knew Michael Jackson. Continue. Wow. That's Continue. beautiful. Continue. Wow. Continue. Now, which brings uh, me to another point that he brought up. It's a weird segue. Now I don't know if you remember this. Well, you probably don't because I don't know if I've ever told you this. But one of the first interactions we had, especially online, damn, I should was I was I enjoy my, my buddy Jeremy and my my buddy Gretchen. Love the Beatles. And there's nothing I love more than disrespecting the Beatles on Facebook. I've untagged myself <laughs> from posts that he makes. Like, this motherfucker thinks he's funny. And when I found out when, and when Mel told me you dug the Beatles, I was like, oh, yeah, he's getting it, too. So I'll make up fake album covers of the Beatles, and I would... He, call, he calls them Jack Lemon. That's my lineup for the Beatles. Jack Lemon, Andrew McCarthy, and George Hamilton. And Ringo, I add a random person every time. Now, 
how does that how do you fit both of those together because I feel like your love for the Beatles is real yeah yeah absolutely I mean I love all you know and that, that's another thing I get from my dad you know growing up if I was riding in the car with my mom it was Michael Jackson or the Dirty Dancing soundtrack <laughs> yeah and if I was in the car with my dad it was the Beatles Eric Clapton Rolling Stones you know the Who it was classic rock it was Pink Floyd it was everything I didn't discover that music for myself until ninth grade maybe I started taking bong rips every day after school <laughs> and the kids I was hanging out with were fucking you know young is. hippies and shit yeah <laughs> and I mean I can remember <laughs> I was in my boy uh, I'll call him Dave my boy Dave's uh, uh, in his bedroom he had a loft bedroom and you know we're all stoned and hey, I didn't pay attention to what the music he was playing at the time but my dad paged me Right. He paged me. Ooh, that's how I was like, know fuck. I'm all, I'm all fucking stoned. You know, I'm like 13. Like, man, my dad paged me. I got to call him. I got to act all straight. And I don't know where he was like, what the hell are you listening to? And I was like, hey, Dave, what is this? He was like, the wall. Dad, it's the wall. He was like, oh, I thought it was Dark Side of the Moon. You know, and I hung up. I'm like, so what the hell is this? And I started paying attention. I mean, that's kind of like everything really rolled downhill. From there, oh, wow. was, yeah, I went and did so much homework on so much music, and uh, I, I mean, I do. I gotta give credit to my pops because I can remember being a kid, and when a song came on that I knew the words to because I'd heard it enough already, he'd always be like, "Anthony, you know who this is?" And I would have to guess, you know what I mean? And, and if I got the question wrong, I wasn't as cool as my dad. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I started doing that shit to people just out of habit. <laughs> you know who this is? And there's room for that, though, mm -hmm. in your head. There's a room for that kind of love of the Beatles and the way you dig hip-hop. Yeah. That's something. Because yeah. I, I dig Prince in that way. Really? But not as... I, I don't know if I have enough room for both. I don't think I could love hip-hop the way you guys do and love Prince the way that I do. I don't well, think I got enough I room mean, it, it, in it, my it head. Goes, yeah, it goes way beyond the Beatles. I mean, it, I, mean I don't know it. And you factor in all the underground shit too. I don't know. I uh, like I said, I spent a lot of time listening to music. Just listening. And if there was droughts from a certain type of music, then I can always turn to another. You know what I mean? It just it never stops. And so what droughts. is it about hip hop then? Because the Beatles, people, I get people that dig the Beatles, but it's like I like the Beatles and I, I like hip hop. Like the whole genre. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess uh, the creative process behind it is just so much more different. And I think it's still really misunderstood. And I yeah. think myself as an individual, I'm still really misunderstood from, you know, a lot of people, I guess. I don't know. I uh, I just I dig it. It's just so fucking entertaining. It's so it's 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 almost the most passionate genre. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because anybody, I truly think anybody can write a love song, even if you've never been in love. You've heard right. enough love yeah. songs in your life. You can yeah. sit down and write a fucking ballad. Right. Right. Think of every ugly fucking rock star in the past that's wrote a love song. Right. Right. But you want to express yourself of the realities that you've seen yourself. 
you can't fake it. You don't fake it. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can fake a fucking love song. Well, it's a great you, point. You can, you can fake it, but I think people notice when you do. Because yeah. there's, cer- there's certain shit that I hear from, like, you know, these newer cats that... <laughs> But if you're good at it, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, but no, no, it does matter because let's take, all right, let's take Kevin Gates, for instance. Remember I told you if you turn on the caption, you can. (laughs) (laughs) I still think about that when Kevin Gates song comes on. Dude, but he talks about, he talks about uh, toes being numb, you know what I mean, toes curling. He talks about, like, not eating for day, like, really shit that you have to kind of go through to bring back up. You know what I mean? Right. Whereas if you're listening to like some of these newer cats, which is I hang on the block and I do this and I sell yeah. this and I do this. Well, it's so fucking mundane. Whereas like, if you're really from that, like you'll get those how you felt, man, how it smelled, how it tasted, how, how what you heard. You'll get that instead right. of just an overall picture that someone's trying to paint. So I mean, like, what, what? What was it, what was it that kind of like gripped you like you know? I mean, I, I want the sound, the lifestyle was such a culture shock to me as a kid. You know what I mean? I was a corny little fucking white kid, and I think moving to California where I became the minority, and uh, I mean at first it was like all these kids at recess were in line for tetherball and shit like that. You know, we're we're in gym class and we're waiting in line to. It's your turn to kick for kickball and shit. And these kids are humming Bone Thugs and Harmony songs, and like, oh, I know those songs too. Uh-huh. So I start rapping along, and they're like, oh, who the fuck are you? You know? <laughs> and it's like, oh my god, I got something in common with these kids that are scary as fuck. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. It was it was it was a connection. I don't know. It was just something I really enjoyed fucking listening to. Uh, Everything can change so fast between the production of a beat and then the melody of a flow. I don't know. It's it, it's so much different than banging on a drum, strumming a guitar, and talking right. about and a that's love crazy song. Because right. you know what, man? I'm glad you said that because it's words like melody and like people who don't understand hip hop and don't understand rap don't understand that there's a melody. There's a tone in which they're speaking. There's a there's a note in which they're they're spitting at. There's an emphasis on what they're spitting. There's a touch on that on a certain word. There's a breath on a certain word. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All the, all the yeah. things encompassed in just vocally singing, as opposed to vocally spitting. You know what I'm saying? Like Man. all every faucet of 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 um, writing a rap song is the, is the same as writing a poem. Is the same as writing a love song. It's the same as writing a, a R&B song to a rap to a rock song. It's all you use the same. You know what I mean? The same mindset, kind of. Only you're bringing your image to that beat. And and I mean, for me, like the beat talks a lot, man. Like you know what I'm saying? And then when it, when you had to be young and, and just you know hearing from where. You know, I mean, you said when you talk about the connection, um, you know, all that, the whole emotional side of it, of me just being absolutely infatuated with it to the point where I cry at Jay-Z concerts. (laughs) Like when I was a kid, I had no idea what any of it meant because it's a one eight seven on a motherfucking cop. Like what? Yeah. Right. I love the way it sounded because Snoop had those vocals that get stuck in your fucking head. I'm riding a bus. I'm in third grade. I'm in third grade. 
sing about killing cows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's nuts if you think about it. It is. Do it doggy style. Now, now <laughs> I had no idea what the... You know, what I mean, I was probably... I was eight years old. I didn't know what the fuck doggy style was till right. I was at least 11. Maybe 12. I said 11. Maybe, you know. I don't know. You know, I had my older brother. My older brother, you know, schooled me to all the bad shit. Huh. I didn't. You know? I, I I don't think I understood how deep it was until later on. I think I, I think I was just listening to listening, mm-hmm. listening to listen. But I didn't understand how personal some of the lyrics were. Okay. You know what I mean? Like some of the some of the subliminals, some of the shiny suit. You know what I mean? When dudes talk about shiny suits, like first I didn't understand that. I'm like. I always liked how different everybody was too. At the same time, how like, is it like mm, that now? Mm, what do you mean to you? What? How different everyone do you, is? Do you have, do you feel like you still have the same diversity? And we only got like maybe three minutes left. But do you feel like Damn. we have the same diversity in in hip hop? Are we? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But like like growing up, like, and again, it was just a thing of mine to be able to hear somebody's voice and know who it is. It just it just it was just. I don't know why I wanted to know. You know what I mean? When you had Nas rapping from the back of his throat, you know, and, and then, but you had someone intense like Tupac rapping from the pit of his fucking stomach when he, you know, he's just intense, you know what I mean? And I don't know, I just, I did. I, I, I fucking love it, man. I don't know. It's, it's tough to express. Hmm. I feel you. I feel you. Yeah, yeah. we want to, you want to let the, let the, let it ride out or we just going to, I mean, I don't care. we got two minutes. What you? Two? All right. I don't know if you can get because I had another one for you. I don't know if you got two minutes. Go ahead. It's going to be out. quick. All right. You touched on it a little bit already. We uh, can keep going. But I need to know what role, if any, did race play in any of this stuff? I know this is not your favorite topic to discuss. No, not always. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, that's, uh, you talk a lot about cultural yeah, stuff. And yeah, yeah. Was I, it a barrier? Did it, I mean, it was, did race play a role at all? In, in, I mean, I think it did just because I was always the only white dude, you know, when I was a, a kid, again, when from when I lived in California and uh, Fredericksburg, Virginia. Monterey, California and Fredericksburg, Virginia, I was a minority. And uh, I don't Fredericksburg? Know, yeah. It's a greater D.C. area. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I, uh, Chocolate City. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. It was just always, like, my way in. Like, when you're a pothead, it's like you find out who the fucking weed heads are. You know, you find out where you can go get a bag of weed and smoke it with them. You make friends. When you're a hip-hop head, you find out who the hip-hop heads are so you can talk about it and listen to it together. I don't know. So it never was a barrier to you then? Not really. It just I just happened to be white, and most of the hip hop heads that I made friends with were black. I don't know. Get in, get in where you fit in. Right, right. And it didn't stop you. That's amazing. No, no I always it thought it never there would be times you would be kind of be like, ah oh, man, I'm not trying to be the only white dude over here. I'll just talk to my. Nah, friend. nah, nothing like that. Uh, nah, I never really. No, <laughs> I guess not. It never really bothered me. I can, you know, I mean, I always cracked a joke, you know, growing up in California, Hispanics were the biggest thing. You know, I mean, there was more Hispanics than more blacks than there were whites. There was more Hispanics than everybody comes back. <laughs> 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 